guys, welcome back to Atypically Topical. How's it going, Mindy? Yeah. I'm Josh here. Uh, we're back. Yeah, we're on episode 93 today. Day 93. 93. Yeah, so um, inching ever closer to that 100. Yeah, we've already kind of planned two more episodes so yeah. far, so... We just had it just uh, comes down to when we can have guests because we do want to have guests on again um, whenever we can, mm-hmm. which kind of reminds me now it's we're kind of being able to see more people lately and see friends and family. Yeah, and Went I'll to be, Houston and saw. Yeah, and I'll be out of work. Well, I mean, I'll, I still have a job, but I'll, I'll be on break. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get fired at the end of June. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They completely lied to about me um, during my um, evaluation, evaluation because my my boss said I did a really good job this year. Mm. That's but what they tell you. That's, yeah, that's what they just tell me. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've gotten to hang out with people maskless and we're vaccinated. And, um, I don't have to. Apparently, starting on Monday, um, they're not going to make us wear masks anymore. Oh, okay. But I got an email that's like, it's highly encouraged. Yeah, so you might as well. I mean, I don't know. It just depends, yeah. Yo, because I mean, if I had, if like, I still had, um, you know, the capabilities of passing it on to other students. Right. I would probably still wear the mask. But I mean, with the, with the vaccine, there's not, it's yeah. very unlikely that I'll give it to yeah. someone. So I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah. So um, other than that, Quarantine Corner, we just kind of. Um, met, met the babies. Yeah, last weekend yeah. that was fun. Mm-hmm. We got to um, hang out with people again. It's getting more normal, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to hopefully doing some river and lake time over the summer. Mm-hmm. Get back to that because we didn't do any of that last year. Yeah, kind of couldn't. Um, <clears throat> so that should be fun. Um, but yeah, speaking of that, we're going to be talking about summer. Um, since this is going to be coming out in June, don't know what day yet, because sometimes I slack off on when I'm going to put it up, but first week of June, (laughs) you were looking at, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be a a fun return to doing water stuff, and, uh. What's, what's your, is that your favorite thing about the summer, doing water stuff? (laughs) I mean, I guess, I, growing up, it was more like, um, just being, obviously not having school, and then, uh, Mm -hmm. just being able to just go play basketball outside more and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of daytime that you can uh, take advantage of. So I guess it was more that, but I guess now that I'm older, it's like, yeah, doing stuff like um, lake trips and Mm -hmm. just kind of drinking by the water and hanging out with people, even like pools, whoever has a pool. I I guess we don't really know anybody that has one anymore. Yeah, unfortunately (laughs) not. Um, But, yeah, so that's kind of what, I mean, summer's always been, like, my favorite. Like, I also don't mind when it's hot because I can, I mean, you'll sweat. But, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's better than just being freezing cold because you can't really do anything about that. Agree. Because when it's hot, you can, like, go inside and go in the AC or take a shower or something. Like, yeah. I guess with the, if take it's cold. Take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's cold, you can. Bundle uh, up, but then it gets annoying. Yeah. Or you can take, like, a warm bath or something. But, yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, is your favorite season like autumn or something? Probably. Yeah, it's fall. Yeah, that'd probably mm-hmm. be like my second. Yeah, because it's like I, I would say summer is my second favorite season, um, just because it's like my break time and like as a kid, you know, we used to go to Mexico mm-hmm. whenever we had breaks and it was that was really fun. Yeah, 
but it's I, I think I like summer more than spring just because spring is just like um, all the pollen and stuff gets really annoying and then it's raining yeah, all the time that's and, true. and so not, um, the, not the best yeah but fall is like that perfect season where it's like not too cold so like yeah. I can still wear, wear a leather jacket it, it fall definitely has the best weather yeah and yeah. it has like the best holidays mm-hmm. and it's just it's a superior season but I still enjoy <laughs> summer <laughs> alright fair enough I mean, yeah, because you'll be off, too, so that's another perk. Yeah, only for three weeks this time. I know. It's kind of lame. I feel like usually people in education get at least... It's COVID. Yeah. Normally, it would have, like, two months off. Yeah, two months, yeah. Yeah, but COVID fucked everything up, so... Yeah, we have to do a lot of stuff during those weeks. Um, All right, so let's go ahead and move on to... She's she's already you can like hear her smile. <laughs> Let's see if that is caught on the mics. But yes, you're gonna be trying something new. Chitsi. Um so let me actually Yeah, we're gonna have to go to our local Japanese store to get more snacks because we're running out. Yeah, we're running low. But yeah, this is from the Boksu box. There's actually two of these in there, so I'm gonna have one with you. Okay. And that's kind of that's what the package looks like. Oh, it's it is little. A white strawberry. It just looks like a dried up strawberry kind of. Oh yeah, it does. It's like a freeze dried strawberry. Mm-hmm. It's in a little white package, and this is it's just mm. called white strawberry. Oh, you know what this oh, reminds me of? It's a Boksu exclusive. What? It smells like the marshmallows and Lucky Charms. Oh yeah, it's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> I have no disagreement. Usually yeah. I'm like, uh, but yeah, they are. This is the world's first chocolate infused strawberry. Strawberries are harvested, freeze-dried, infused with white chocolate and cooled for a chocolate with all the flavor of a fresh strawberry. Ooh, this can be good. All right. Let's try this one together since we each have one. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. What did they say? Dink it and sink it? Dink it and sink it? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's hard. Ooh, it's hard. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like... It's like... It's sweet and rich. Yeah, like you get that taste of strawberry like in the back of your your mm-hmm. tongue. Yeah. And it's very subtle. Yeah. The white chocolate's subtle. The combination kind of reminds me of like orange chocolate because mm-hmm. there's like a little fruity, even though it's strawberry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's it's like that similar because I guess I've had orange chocolate before. This is really good, but I could see like putting chunks of this in like an ice cream, mm-hmm. like a strawberry ice cream, and that would like make it like so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm not usually a fan of like strawberry ice cream. Right. Um, even though we have actually strawberry ice cream, but it's a popsicle and that's right. different. It's a different thing. It's like yeah. a fruit bar. Yeah. Not like actual serve ice cream. Yeah, but this like this is the uh, banging. Mm-hmm. I think it goes without saying this is a thumbs up right here. Mm-hmm. So good job, Booksu. We have a couple more, and then we'll, you know, like you said, we'll need to hit up a, a place to get some more snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but that leads us to a story um, that you might kind of relate to part of it, um, and we're, okay. we'll get into questioning Florida. So this is. Um, Does that have to do with Pokemon cards or something? No. Okay. Um, it's from Newsweek from May 21. So it was like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Headline. Florida man arrested for attacking daughter with pizza after she didn't want to eat with him. 
How do you tag someone with pizza? <laughs> I guess we're about to find out. That's your question. There you go. Is it like a deep dish? I mean, that has <laughs> oh, some weight to it. That plus it like I just think of that as being really hot inside because yeah. all that heat is like if you throw at somebody or dump it on. I guess it's kind of like a soup at that point. Mm. That'd be painful. Um, so let's find out. A Florida man has been arrested for allegedly attacking his daughter with pizza after she said she didn't want. After she said she wanted to be alone. <laughs> On Sunday, May 23rd, Tyler Warden, 41, old enough to know better, mm-hmm. uh, visited uh, the home of his 20-year-old daughter, Kristen. So, yeah, he he had her when he was like 21, I guess. Oh, okay. So. Um, That's not uncommon. Yeah. So, he, he, so he, he brought a pizza for them to eat together, but she told him that she wasn't feeling well and asked him to leave. So, I mean, fair enough. Um, yeah, should be the end of the story right there, but well, of course... I mean, if you were a good parent, you'd be like, well, do you need some medicine? Or? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the daughter told police that her father became angry and refused to leave. He allegedly argued with her in the doorway of her home. She said he had then be allegedly... And they keep saying allegedly, but we know this happened, all right. He then began to throw slices of pizza at her, hitting her in the face. Mm. The daughter began to yell at her father and called 911 after he refused to leave. When officer um, from the police department responded to the woman's call, he discovered tomato sauce on her face. Well, uh, I mean, that, yeah. that means he was accurate. Yeah, <laughs> with his throw. Um, he I, also- I feel like this would be like a Hitchcock and Scully type of investigation. <laughs> they'd like they'd be like Brooklyn get the big, yeah, oh, like get the taste sauce it and be yeah, like the, that's that that's uh, a, like a, a hint an, of. It's like a pizzeria. I think it might be Maria's Pizzeria. Yeah, maybe Freddy's. Yeah. There's some oregano in there. <laughs> That's supposed to come back soon, right? Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah. This summer, or maybe it's the last season. This uh, Later this year. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. The, uh, the officer also found pizza toppings covering the entryway of the woman's house. Mm. They don't specify what toppings, though. But I, I imagine if it's him, he probably put, like, pineapple and onion. And, and olives. Olive. Yeah. Which is... That's just my assumption. Yeah. Um, the police officer interviewed the woman's father, who claimed that he only threw the pizza after he thought she had closed her front door. Oh. I mean, I don't know how that makes it better. You're just yeah. trying to hit her pe- her, her door. door with pizza then? I guess. Um, the officer didn't believe him. The father's f- physical location during the argument and the woman's outward swinging front door led him to, to conclude Quote, there's that was no bullshit. way. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way that Tyler could not have seen that door was open when he threw the pizza. The officer also noted the strong odor of what on the father's breath. Here's a guess. This is for you. Oh, uh, okay. Um, strong odor of. Uh... Besides pizza, I'm guessing. Well, yeah. <laughs> I-, I will say marijuana because alcohol seems like just too obvious. Well, you should have gone with the obvious because it just says an alcoholic <laughs> beverage. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he arrested him on a misdemeanor charge and booked him into the county jail. Yes. They, and then they kind of, for some reason, give a like a bonus couple sentences about a different story. It said, earlier this month, I, I, I included it because I'm like, what the fuck? Um, another Floridian allegedly used an unusual weapon to attack someone close to them. On May 20th, Ann Walsh, a 60-year-old Florida woman, allegedly attacked her 64-year-old boyfriend with... Soiled dog pads and Windex glass cleaner. <laughs> so random. I know. Like, was she going to clean it after? <laughs> or how does that work? Or just like, that was just like, 
the first thing she was able to grab. Maybe, yeah, just the yeah, the nearest soiled dog pads. Yes. Um, this is a quick Florida Man score because they don't. There's not a whole lot involved here, but there is a rare appearance of a home in question not owned by Florida Man because mm. he was at his daughter's house. That's two points. Mm. Um, alcohol is one point, and assault without a deadly weapon is three. Because I don't really. Uh, I mean, pizza is not a deadly weapon. <laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, um, there was something like it was like oh it was an NBA game recently oh, right. that somebody dumped popcorn oh, yeah, on, yeah. on Westbrook or something Russell Westbrook and they said it was like they were charging him with assault with a deadly weapon I was like mm. I don't know how that- like even if you throw it like <laughs> at his eye he's just gonna be like ah. I'm like ah assault it's not gonna blind him or anything. I feel like pizza would be more dangerous depending how <laughs> yeah like, if it's how, really hot you get burned yeah and if like the crust is really hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah see that's a more dangerous weapon maybe i should change the deadly weapon <laughs> so total six points not too impressive with the score but um as usual not a great look mm-hmm. um, and just a waste of pizza yeah I, I, on top of everything yeah mm-hmm. that should be a point in itself well like, unless it's like really crushes. shitty pizza then it doesn't matter it's true i don't know how florida what florida has down there yeah um, I, th- I think I um, actually we were talking about earlier because uh, Little Caesars commercial came on, oh, yeah. and I was like, I think that's the worst pizza <laughs> that you can that you can get. It's not the worst pizza I've tried, right? Just like a, a general worst fast food. Yeah, because the mm. worst pizza I had was a Cancun. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Knew that was that was it. Yeah, and I was drunk too. So <laughs> yeah, you know it's bad if you yeah. still don't appreciate it mm-hmm. when you're drunk. I think Little Caesars is fine, honestly. I don't. I don't like particularly seek it out but yeah. i they have a little box that's like a little deep dish square pizza that's like detroit style mm-hmm. that's i think it's better than their regular one mm-hmm. but i used to get it all the time because i lived like down the street from one <laughs> and i was a little that's so not related really, no, tub tubs like yeah. bikinis <laughs> <laughs> no i actually wasn't but no, <laughs> um i just really love pizza and cheese and all the stuff um <clears throat> but anyways so before we actually get into yours i don't have a main story but i i brought back an old segment for this episode okay. and um we're gonna do around a few rounds of spot the fake mm, okay so these are all historic events that took place in summer mm. there's gonna be three choices but one of these didn't happen in summer okay so there's gonna be a couple where it's like you're it's pretty much a guess but if you know and there's, a, there's others where it's like if you can do some clues in there or you just remember, yeah. then you might be able to get it. I mean, I'm a big history buff. Yeah, there you go. And That's like, why. Like we went to Barnes & Noble today and Josh picked out a video game magazine and I was uh, reading um, uh, was it like a history magazine. Yeah, I was reading about like the most iconic <laughs> the most iconic video game characters. Yeah, and I was reading about the Tulsa Massacre. But it was like $20, so I'm like, I'm not going to get this, but... yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't remember when the last time I ever bought a magazine was. It must have been when I was a teenager. Man, like, I've the only time I've read magazines is, like, very briefly, like, if we're waiting in line at H-E-B or, like, when my dad, because he he used to, like, just have magazines in the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, every once in a while, I just, like... <laughs> yeah, like, I may as well, I'm here. Yeah. And this is before, like, iPhones and things like that, so I needed yeah. something. Yeah. Did, um... Do you remember highlights? Did you ever look at those? Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Those are cool. Yeah, but yeah. I, I used to get um, the one with the zoos, 
do something. No, oh, it's do, a different do, version of highlights or what? No, no, no. It was just like an animal one because I really oh, liked okay. animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. I just remember they would have those all those like um, find find the hidden objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like maybe maybe like spot the difference or whatever between these two. They had different games like that. Mm-hmm. They were usually in like dentist's oh. office and doctors. Zoo book, uh, zoo books. Zoo books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I used to get those. All the time, because they always played the commercials, like, you know, call this 1-800 number. And... Oh, yeah. Okay. I had to see it. Like, the logo is a bunch of different colors mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Hey, it's like Pride Month stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. All right. You ready for this? Yes. This is a summer edition of Spot the Fake. Three choices. One of them did not happen in summer. Okay. One, the first Wimbledon tennis championship ever. Okay. Two, Neil Armstrong walks on the moon. Mm. Three, JFK is shot and killed. Mm. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's not JFK because I think that happened in November because I did a presentation on it in high school because I did like conspiracy theories about that. So I don't think it's that one. Keep in mind, you're spotting the one that's not in summer. Oh, that's not in summer. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, the one that I will I'll, I'll say that one then. Okay, JFK was shot and killed in 1963, and it was in November. Nice. Yeah, I had. To, How did I remember that? I know it was very good. See, you're already impressive. So the other two were in July. <clears throat> Wimbledon was in 1877. Yeah, I figured maybe the Wimbledon one probably happened in yeah. the summer because it's you know they had to be and outside then, and stuff. And then a lot of people know July 1969 is the first. Oh, I didn't know walking that. On the <laughs> All right, one for one. You got three more here. Uh, next set of three. Remember, the one that's not in summary. Okay. Thing. One, Japan surrenders to the Allies, sending the Second World War, or ending the Second World War ahead of time. Okay. Number two, John Lennon is murdered in New York. Mm. Number three, Nelson Mandela is imprisoned for attempting to overthrow apartheid in South Africa. Okay, I'm going to say the Japan surrenders, just because I know that they bombed Pearl Harbor in December. Um, well, actually, now that I think about it, because we could have had time to like read Darius and then <laughs> then it surrendered like during the summer, because that that happened in um, December seventh, I believe, or sixth. It's a single number digit. Yeah. Um, what was the other two? Uh, so John Lennon is murdered, and Nelson and uh, Mandela is imprisoned um, for attempting to overthrow apartheid. I feel like John Lennon was murdered during the summer. I don't know why I think that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just going to go with my gut and say that Japan surrendered. Japan surrendered? Okay. Yeah. So Nelson, um, Nelson Mandela in prison was in August 1881. Japan surrendering, ending the Second World War happened in August 1945. <sighs> John Lennon was actually murdered in December 1980. Dang. Yeah. All right. One for two. Next one. Number one, the first football World Cup takes place. Okay. Number two, California declares independence from Mexico. Number three, Cal Ripken Jr.'s record of playing over 2,600 straight baseball games comes to an end. Oh, I don't know shit about baseball. <laughs> doesn't help. Well, I mean, baseball happens during the summer. Like, this, like spring, summer things. I'm not saying anything. So maybe not that one. And then, 
was the other? The one, so the, the World Cup. The World Cup. First World Cup takes place, and then California declares independence from Mexico. Let's see if California declares independence from Mexico, because I don't... Okay. I, I mean, because I know the rules of baseball, like, that's, they're pretty mm-hmm. simple, but anything else? So. There are some contexts that you would be able to do if you know, knew more about baseball. All right, so the first football World Cup took place in July 1930. Mm-hmm. Um, California declared independence from Mexico in June of 1846. Mm. Baseball is, uh, they do spring training and then it's more of a fall sport, which oh, I thought okay. you meant. Like October, there's, October is like the big World Series month. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe if you remembered back, like when did, but it's it's not a summer. Yeah, the, la- summer the last time the Phillies won was like in 2008. But I mean, I mean, it, I guess it kind of is a summer sport too because it's going on right now. Yeah. And, but I mean, uh, yeah, the fall is when it, like the postseason and stuff mm-hmm. is there, so... There was a little bit there that you could have had hints from, but it was still tough. Yeah. All right. Let's see if you can pull even on this last one. Okay. Number one, Albert Einstein publishes General Theory of Relativity. Okay. Number two, the Louvre opens to the public as a museum. Number three, the Siege of the Alamo begins in San Antonio, Texas. Mm. So these are, this is just going to be a guess yeah. pretty much. Because... Because I went to the Alamo with my dad. I'm trying to remember any dates or something like that. Are those fireworks? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How long have it we might got... be Six Flags. Oh, okay. It's 920. Yeah. Okay. You get a break, neighbors. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the neighbors. I think... Why not? If yeah. it's Six Flags, then... Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It just always happens when we're recording. Um, the Alamo. That could have happened during the summer, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a total guess. Albert Einstein, General Theory of Relativity, the Louvre opens to the public, and the Siege of the Alamo. This is just a straight-up guess. I'm going to pick the one I'm less sure about, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with the Louvre, because I, I, I know where the Louvre is and what it is, but don't know anything else. Okay, so you're saying the Louvre opened not in the summer? Yeah, not in the summer. Okay. So Albert Einstein publishes the General Theory of Relativity on December 16th, 1915. that's my birthday! (laughs) Yeah. And the Louvre opened to the public as a museum on August 10th, 1793. Which is my birthday. But it means you're wrong. (laughs) Because the Siege of the Alamo began in San Antonio on February 23rd, 1836. Mm. So that was a, a winter event. Mm-hmm. It's February? Yeah, I guess it is, right? February is still technically winter. Yeah, because it's like December, January. Oh, February, wait. and then March, April. No, is it April? Uh, no. January, February, March. Is April. It, I don't know if it starts in the, in the the calendar year. Yeah, we'll save that for when we talk about friggin' certain other seasons, because I don't even know how that works. But Okay. Um, yeah, okay, so you got the first one, didn't get the rest. But I was still impressed that you remember JFK was November, so... Yeah. We'll give you that. You got one and a half points. Yay. (laughs) Thanks, high school. Yes. And all right, so with that, let's turn it over to you for our main story about uh, summer Summer. Mm -hmm. events. Yeah. Um, So today I'm going to talk about Woodstock. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is something that I learned about in school, and I think most people know at least, like, it was a concert, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, also and, a bird and peanuts. Oh yeah, he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know, I just wanted to kind of learn more about it and how it started because uh, right. it seems pretty crazy. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, the idea of Woodstock was thought of by four men, all either 27 or younger. So, they're real young. Yeah. Um, They're trying to look for an investment opportunity. So, um, John, I'm sorry, Michael Lang, he had previously organized a music festival in the previous year. Um, This other guy, his name is Ari Kornfeld. Um, He's the youngest, he was the youngest vice president of Capitol Records. And then John Roberts and Joel Roseman, um, they're just uh, New York entrepreneurs that had a um, a recording studio in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. So they came together and they formed something called Woodstock Ventures, Inc. um, And they decided to host a music festival. The initial plan for Woodstock um, was to be held at Howard Mills Industrial Park in Wallkill, uh, New York. Okay. Um, but the people, the officials at Wallkill were like, you're going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, never mind. Yeah. Um, and so they actually passed a law that eliminated any possibility of them holding the concert. Wow, okay, and, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> they just suggested it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so... Wait, do they get into why it's called Woodstock? Is that a location or... Uh, do I don't you, think I'm so. curious about that because they, they named it Woodstock Ventures, whatever, so... Well, the the company that they founded... Yeah, is, well, was, right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, maybe it was just a company name and yeah, they just they, made it into... Maybe they get inspired by the peanuts, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Was Woodstock before I Woodstock? I feel like Woodstock, the character, was after. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They might be. They're pretty old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When did the peanuts come out first? <laughs> I, I don't know. know. We don't need to look into it. Um, we need a research person. <laughs> Steven. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, because that um, town blocked them from going over there, they had to, like, look at other venues, but most of them did not pan out. Just a month before the concert, they um, talked to this dairy farmer. His name is Mark Esker, um, and he offered to rent them part of his land in um, the White Lake area of Bethel, New York. Hmm. Um, and so this area is like, you know, surrounded by mountains and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. Um, so, you know, they really cut in it, but they were able to do it. Um, the initial plan was to sell tickets for $24 for the whole, like, three days. Um, but that's, like, 170 You hear that, ACL? <laughs> it's $174 in today's money, which is still, like, oh, okay. not that cheap. All right. I take it back. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, before the concert, um, they were able to sell 1,806,000 1, tickets um, before the weekend. So, they thought, okay, maybe Hold we'll on. get, like, 200. What was that word? Huh? I mean, what was that number? One thousand. Uh, I'm sorry. One thousand eighty-six thousand. One thousand eighty-six. One million? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> one hundred. Take three. Yeah, one hundred eighty-six thousand tickets. Okay, so it's one eight six comma zero zero zero. I want to go back to the first one because I'm like, wait, hold on. Okay, one hundred eighty-six k. Yeah, and so, so because they sold those tickets, they're like, okay, we'll probably get like. 200,000 people that are going to come. Right. Because, I mean, they figured, like, some other people are just going to go. Um, <laughs> just show up without tickets? Well, I mean, they're going to sell tickets at the venues. Oh, right. So, okay. yeah. Um, 
But a couple of days after the concert was scheduled to begin, people started arriving and they weren't able to set up ticket booths in time. And the fence was really poorly made, so it was easily torn down (laughs) by the crowds. Fever mache. Yeah, and so basically that led the organizers to give up trying to sell tickets. And so about, um, because altogether it was like about 400,000 to 500,000 people came. So basically like 200,000 to 300,000 people didn't pay anything to go to Woodstock. That's crazy. Yeah. What what year was this? Uh, 1969. Oh, okay. All the same that uh, they landed on the moon. Yeah. Um, and actually, there were, um, there were a, estimated to be about like a million people that were going to go to Woodstock, but um, getting there was really hard because the highways and the local roads came to a standstill because there's so many cars heading to Woodstock. Um, and like some people even just like left their cars and walked. The rest of the way to Woodstock, so they <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have to wait. So, by the way, a quick uh, interlude here: the first uh, Charlie Brown appearing in the, in the first Peanuts comic strip was in 1950. Mm. So, I mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he's a good character to base a music concert on, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, they based it off of Woodstock, though. If that was a thing, yeah. But... All right, go ahead. Okay. Um. Just a few hours into the festivities, the concert organizers found themselves hemorrhaging money with big-name artists like Janis Joplin and the Grateful Dead demanding money in hand before the performances. Um, The artists asked for double their usual fees since the festival was the first and and its kind, and they were unsure whether or not it would really be a success. Yeah. Um, So John Roberts, one of the founders, um, he was able to get a trust fund... Um, as an heir to pharmaceutical fortune, as leverage to get a local bank to open on Saturday night to provide them with a loan. <laughs> oh, wow. So by the end, the organizers were like were millions of dollars in debt, but they were able to pay those artists. To, Yikes. Yeah. Okay, interlude number two. Um, <laughs> Woodstock is a fictional character that first appeared in 1967, though he wasn't officially named until June of 1970. He is named after the Woodstock Festival of 1960. Oh, okay, so... So that little bird is named after it. Okay, Okay, nice. Um, The first day of Woodstock was Friday, August 5th, 1969. A total of eight musicians played, including Joan Baez. Joan Baez. Joan Baez. Baez, I think. I don't know. uh, Who played during a a torrential downpour. Mm. The weather was really shitty. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was, I would name other people, but I don't know anyone who on the first day, so I'm not gonna name them. <laughs> okay. Look it up if you want to know. Right. Um, so due to the large crowd, the musicians had to be taken to the stage in a helicopter, which I didn't know. Which, wow, which is pretty badass. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, after the first day, the festival was starting to run out of food, and the residents and residents in the area rallied with the local sheriff's office to donate about ten thousand sandwiches, water bottles, and pieces of fruit nice. and canned goods good job guys yeah they also included um medical supplies and enlisted um an army helicopter delivered the much needed supplies hmm. to the party goers so that's pretty cool that is cool yeah i like how i like how this is going so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean everybody's just getting together to enjoy some music i just like it's 
you got to do something fun during the summer, and that's just like, hey. Yeah, he might as well. There's a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. just all hang out together. Exactly. And they're hippies, too, so yeah, they're like, right. yeah. Um, along <laughs> with this, a commune from New Mexico called the Hog Farm made brown rice and granola and gave it out for free to concert goers. Mm. Um, the, the hog farm was also the security that was hired to keep the peace. <laughs> Their leader, Wavy Gravy, walked around... That's a person? It, it's a person. He's a real person. He walked around dressed as Smokey the Bear and threatened any troublemakers <laughs> with pies in the face or being doused with fizzy water. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, they also set up a children's playground. So that's pretty cool. Because there, there are a lot of kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the second day, 14 bands played, including Santana, The Grateful Dead, Janis Joplin, and The Who. Hmm. Um, on the third day, 10 musicians performed, including Jimi Hendrix and Joe Crocker. Um, Jimi Hendrix closed out the festival, and by the time he played, only about 25,000 people uh, were there to witness his legendary, legendary performance of the Star Spangled yeah. Banner. Man, a lot of people missed out. Yeah, well, luckily it's recorded, so right. you can still see it, but still. I mean, yeah, that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, although people that attended Woodstock experienced bad weather, muddy conditions, and a lack of food, water, and adequate sanitation, the overall vibe there was harmonious. Looking back, some people attributed mm, hippies, the yeah. yeah. Attributed the lack of violence to a large number of psychedelic drugs being used. <laughs> there you go. Um, unfortunately, there were some casualties. Oh, no. Um, it's widely reported that eight women experienced miscarriages during the concert. Um, there were also three deaths. So two were from drug overdoses, and one was of a 17-year-old kid um, in a mud-covered sleeping bag who was run over by a tractor that was collecting debris. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's it's, a freak. Yeah, that was a, it's a freak accident. Yeah, like I'm sure, like the track, like couldn't because it was covered in mud. Like probably You're couldn't right. see. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, that's sad. Um, but yeah, and then um, I looked up what happened to that area now where mm-hmm. Woodstock happened. So um, in 2006, the Bethel Wood Center of Arts Arts opened on the hill where Woodstock was. Uh, that took where Center Woodstock took place. Okay. Yeah. Today, it hosts outdoor concert in its pavilion. Wow. Um, there's also a 1960 museum on site that people can go visit. Hmm. Um, and there's like memorabilia and things like that for Woodstock. Nice. Um, this is something I added because I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, on the second Saturday of each month, they have a sensory-friendly museum days in which individuals of all ages with autism, complex developmental disabilities, or sensory sensitivities are welcome to experience uh, the main gift, gift uh, the main exhibit, the gift shop, in the cafe during a special early morning hour oh. before the museum opens to the public. That um, is very cool. Yeah, and they also have like a map that like shows like you know areas that are really too loud with noises, and they have like augmented oh, okay. sound changes for like the sensitivities and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and just something to add in here, um, I'm going to list some musicians that declined to perform at Woodstock. Okay. Simon and Garfunkel, Led Zeppelin, <sighs> Bob, Bob Dylan, mm. The Birds, The Moody Blues, which I don't know who that is, um, The mm. Doors, Roy Rogers, John Lennon, um, Chicago Transit Authority, oh, yeah. and The Rolling Stones. Yikes. Yeah. So. Was, go. I don't even, like, I... 
I really don't know a lot about. Was it just a one-time event, or did they have... Well, the, the, they have other events, like, you know, you know, whenever they had, like, an anniversary, like, the 10-year anniversary of Woodstock or whatever, they would have, like, you know, a similar kind of concert, okay. but it wasn't, like, you know, it was better prepared. But, the, but, I mean, there was just one Woodstock, or would they have it the next year and the next year? No, 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 they wouldn't have it the next year. Okay. It was just a one-time thing. Okay, but yeah, yeah, that's what makes it so special. yeah. And, of course, all the performances and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh. Very cool. Wow. For once, a, uh, a pretty upbeat yeah, story. Except, except for those three, three people I mean, that died. But they got run over by a tractor, but we don't have to talk about them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. dude. Yeah, that's just a uh, sorry guy, but... I, 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 I mean, <laughs> if he, like, you know, if he had family members or something. Because he was pretty young, so he probably didn't have any kids, but... yeah. Um, but I mean, if he had like family and it was like, you know, my uncle died at Woodstock. I mean, it's not a, it's a good story to end down, I (laughs) guess. (laughs) At least. I mean, I'm trying to find the silver lining here. Right. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, there weren't like thousands of people dying as happens in a lot of your stories. So this is more of a feel good story. Yeah. Of just people getting together, having a good time, which is hopefully what we can do this summer. Yeah. Uh, and, actually, uh, there's a really good quote. Will die. There's a really good quote from the farmer that led them the um, the area so they could have the concert. Mm-hmm. He addressed the audience on the third day and he said, quote, you've proven something to the world. The important thing that you've proven to the world is that half a million kids, and I call you kids because I have children that are older <laughs> than you are, a half a million uh, young people can get together and have three days for fun and music and have nothing but fun and music. And God bless you for it. Hmm. Well said, sir. Yeah. Max Yesger? Yesger? Yeah, something like that. Some farmer. That doesn't sound like a farmer name, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Very cool. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, I knew a little bit about that. I knew Jimi Hendrix's performance and stuff, but I knew about the mud. Um, But, yeah, it seemed like a good... A fun uh, time to be around in that area and experience... Again, I probably still wouldn't have gone unless, like, they had more food. Than- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were you would have kind of been in the area if you were, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure how far it is from Philly, but, yeah, you know. Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And now, nowadays, we have so many festivals, but they're kind of... Uh, Suck. Like, losing quality in terms of what we are used to. It's just getting more pop and... Uh, kind of hardcore rap and stuff that we're not really into, but mm-hmm. I mean, more power to whatever I, I heard. Yeah, Austin I think City I, Limits was selling a lot, so I mean, sure, yeah, but. it's. I, I guess it's just a general, re, uh, general, uh, generational thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we had rap, but it was like it's very different from the mm-hmm. rap they have today. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that should wrap up another one. Um, we are. Like I said, getting a lot closer to 100. Maybe by the end of the year, we'll be at that <laughs> our pace. But um, yeah, another pretty eventful. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> she just picked up her drink and the coaster was attached to it. There you go. For now, though, we'll see y'all soon. Uh, let's go ahead and raise our glasses yeah. here. And go grab a refill. All right, bye.
Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 